0: We are broadcasting from the INMO's annual conference in Trim in County Meath today. Uh, as we heard from Lee and Doran, lots to discuss. There will be the issue of pay restoration. There will be the issue of funding for the HSE. But we wanted to take the opportunity of being here to talk to some nurses about what life is like for them on the front line and dealing... Not, not necessarily just about pay but with patients and, and how their lives have been made much more difficult by the cutbacks in the health service over the last year. I'm pleased to welcome to the programme Myron O'Sullivan who is a staff nurse at a hospital in the Leinster region and Mary Leahy who is a public health nurse in the west of the country. You're both very welcome and, and thank you for joining us. Myron, I don't know how many years you've been a nurse but how has the job changed for you since you signed up?
1: Yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm qualified nearly 10 years um, at this stage the last year we've seen um, the real end tail of this crisis. And what I mean by the crisis is the continuing overcrowding and chronic staff shortages within the, the acute setting.
0: We've all seen them yeah. because we've all been in hospital on occasion. How has it affected you and, and you going about your day? Because nobody wants to go to work to know that they're going to be under pressure from the second they go in but I get the impression that that's what happens
1: yeah when the alarm clock goes off in in the morning time there is a a sense of absolute panic of what the day is going to bring ahead we're witnessing patients nursed on trolleys on on corridors we we have we're working with less staff what this means to me is my my day is very very busy I start to prioritise my care but unfortunately some things are getting neglected or left behind and what I mean by this I might have a patient end-of-life, palliative. Their family needs attention. They need attention. I may not get the chance to speak with that family. That's, that's very, very sad. They're at the end of their life and they need to die with a bit of dignity. Their family needs comforting. But I also have the a patient that's acutely unwell, very, very sick. I have the extra patients that are on trolleys on the corridor. They also need nothing looking after as well. So this, this means that essentially I'm just running around and I'm firefighting and I'm just not maintaining the, the dignity and, and, and that, that that these people deserve. Um, and
0: when you inevitably encounter somebody who will turn around and be frustrated by that, frustrated by the fact that you can't give them. That's not your fault, but they get frustrated by that. That must be very difficult to deal with.
1: Yeah, it is very difficult to deal with, and I suppose we've been dealing with it really for uh, particularly the last year. Um, Families are very, very stressed, and they're they're dealing with their their relatives who are very sick, they're very vulnerable, and sometimes they're making life-changing decisions, like entering their mother or father into long-term care. So they're stressed anyway. And then when they can't get the care for their mother or father on time or in in a timely manner that's very frustrating and unfortunately we do get the brunt of that so that leaves me going home very upset very demoralised I have a lot of sleep disturbances this last year and this is now having an effect on my life my physical well-being my mental health being and I know my colleagues would feel the same
0: I know you, you don't work in the ED the full time but you, you do go down there from time to time Absolutely, yeah. we don't want to know what hospital it is but just give us the brushstroke of what it's like being a nurse in an emergency department uh, right now
1: It's it's actually a very hard question, it's very hard to to explain the overcrowding there is literally no room you may have 16 17 critical people that need looking after um, and you're literally just firefighting, it's very hard to manage, we always manage priority of care, but in ED everyone's a priority, everyone's so vulnerable, they're literally day one day two of their illness, they're very very sick people
0: I want to bring in Mary at this point. Mary, public health nurse, um, you're not in an acute hospital setting, but your work, your work has changed dramatically over the last few years as well, hasn't it?
2: It has, yeah. And, and I'd have to say from listening to the media, all we hear about really is acute service and A&E, but the public will know that, that healthcare extends far beyond that and we have a serious crisis in that the government's panacea for all ill seems to be primary care and public health nursing but yet it's not resourced. We're 120 public health nurses less now than we were a number of years ago despite the increased demands on our service. And for your listeners who might not know what a public health nurse well, does... I, I was just yeah. going to
0: say, most people would associate the public health nurse with a new baby because the public health nurse comes out to the house, makes sure the baby's okay and then you have the follow-up checks but it's a lot more than that. It's
2: a lot more than that. Uh, we provide antenatal care before delivery we provide uh, care to the neonate after birth postnatal care to the mum. We do child development assessments from birth to five. We also look after clinical care in the community of any age group. We also care for disabled. We also provide terminally ill care and elderly care.
0: How has the job become more difficult?
2: The job has become intolerable. The level of stress, I cannot articulate to you or your listeners, the level of stress. When you're looking after a large geographical area where you are a lone worker, you're ultimately responsible for all those care groups, really what I'm finding is the impact of the acute crisis with A&E has impacted on us directly, in that elderly people are generally afraid to be admitted to A&E because of the fear of a trolley. So we're finding that there's delayed admissions in the community, so people are far more, more ill in the community. In addition to that, we have early discharges into the community and we have increased complexity. The role of the public health nurse is changing. We're, we're taking on an awful lot of new roles, such as disconnecting chemotherapy in the community. So we're doing an awful lot all more. Of
0: that, all of that kind of stuff yeah. you want to do this yeah. is, these, these are, you would have fought for that yes but you know it's, it's become a problem has it
2: yeah we do want to do that we are you know very well educated we've done our general or midwifery. we've done htip in public health We're in nursing because we love the the job but what's increasingly frustrating is the ability to give proper care to give time to clients and what I'm finding is that because you're a lone practitioner what you don't get done is waiting for you the next day so you're always starting your day on a negative Uh,
0: We heard Miren talk about it's affecting her sleep pattern, it's affecting her personal life Mm. has it started to affect you as well?
2: It, it, most definitely, it's affecting not just myself but my colleagues as well. We're finding we don't finish our work on time. Some people might say to you, Why not just drop tools and go? You can't do that with healthcare. The amount of paperwork has increased hugely. So I find when my children go to bed at night, I'm taking up my paperwork and I'm spending two, three hours most evenings sitting down. And if I don't do that, my stress would be increased because I'm starting so on a you're, negative you're, the next you're day. You're not getting paid
0: for that. Yeah. That's well above the 37 and a half or 39 hours that you're exactly.
2: supposed Exactly. Yeah. 39 hours. Yeah. Um, I, d- I just want to finish up
0: this yeah. by asking you, what do you want changed? What's yeah. the like? The, the system is very broken. But what would be the one biggest thing that they could change that would improve, in your job and the patients that you deal with?
1: Appropriate number of staff working on the ground. Simple as that. Just an appropriate number of staff. Obviously, the issue of overcrowding, we see it in the media all the time. But we're not actually seeing the effect of of, of these. They're saying, oh, we'll do this and we'll do that. We're talking about this a year now. I'm, not, I'm still seeing people on, on trolleys, on wards. So we're not seeing the effects of these ideas. So...
2: So, Mary, would you agree? Staffing would be huge for us as well. We're 120 public health nurses down in the country. All we're hearing about is budgets, money and targets. Nobody looks at the outcomes of care that nurses can provide. I cover up to two, three areas at a time. I'm driving extensive mileage. I often don't recall my journey. I arrive at a patient's driveway processing the information i've taken from the last house trying to prepare myself for the next visit we're in very dangerous environments our stress levels are huge and i know that staffing would hugely reduce that stress on public health nurses Uh,
0: just i just want to finish off by asking you you must be very frustrated by this i mean the idea mary that you're sitting up at night when you should be putting your feet up and watching the television and relaxing um that you're doing Mm. you're, you're doing your paperwork that must be very frustrating have you come close to saying is this worth it?
2: I am already considering different careers to look to see, is there something I could add to what I do for a better way of life? Because I worry about my health. I know as a qualified nurse what stress can do to my health. And I have three young children. And people we always promote to our patients how to deal with stress. But my external factors I have no control over. My workload is massive and I can't control my external factors and I do worry about stress. My sleep is disturbed and nurses are burnt out, not just tired,
0: but burnt out. And in. do you agree?
1: I absolutely feel the same. I'm not even considering I'm actively looking to, to possibly so you're, leave the you're both nursing. actively
0: looking at leaving the system. Yeah. And you, you'll have seen people leave the system before, I'm yeah. guessing. And, and
1: yeah, I've seen friends of mine leave. Yeah. And does, not only myself, but colleagues. We're, we're all actively looking to leave nursing as a profession. Yeah. There's just no job satisfaction and it's not what I went in to do nursing for. I went in to care for people to look after people to help them get better or or die with dignity if, if, if that's if they're at the end of their life and i'm just not achieving those goals
0: okay we're in a sullivan mary lee i hope you do stick with it because we need nurses in this country and uh, unfortunately many of you I'd, I'd imagine if you are a nurse listing will be considering the same uh, choices that we're in the mary have we're in a sullivan mary lee thank you very much for joining us here at the INA annual conference I